There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome in to the Tim McKernan Show podcast. The kids call it QFTA, and that stands for Questions from the Audience. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. I'm in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. And joining me is the great Action Jackson, fresh off the high that is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN and TMA on 105.7 HD 2FM and TMASTL.com and YouTube. And if you'd like, you can uh, you can participate in this if you are watching live on YouTube on the YouTube.com slash TMASTL channel. Jackson, tell me what the word is, and I will act like we didn't just get done with doing a show six minutes ago. Right. Yeah. No, I'll do. Yeah. Great to see you, Tim. It's been a while. Um, right. I have new takes since we last yeah. gave other ones. Yeah. 48 seconds ago. That's uh, right. But I do because we don't on, on 101. We're talking sports here. We got all kinds of stuff. And I mean, I don't know what happened, but uh, we are locked and loaded with emails galore here today. Locked and loaded. Really? Awesome. And I want to get. Yeah. And, and I ha- and also. Some astute ones. We might go down a deep, dark alley. Now, I want to brief the audience in advance. Jackson wants to get home. And I understand um, that. Well, you got, yeah. You got, well, first off, you're petrified of storms. You're petrified of storms. Uh, and with the conditions uh, less than optimal in the St. Louis metropolitan area at this moment, you want to get back to your, your home. And I don't want to keep you. And so I told you, I'm going to do QFTA. Right. And I'm going to keep it at a half hour, which is really yeah, absolutely common podcast length. Yeah, that's uh, that's in the optimal range. I'd say 30 minutes to an hour and 12 minutes is optimal. Is that uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've you know I took Bear. I went to Barrett's Media Summit. Oh, that's, yeah. what we, that's what we talked about. But uh, no, I, I the storms. They, I, I'm not the biggest fan. I'm not like a dog who will like go into his crate and start shaking. But mm. uh, just with mm. the conditions, I don't want to be on the road when things get hairy. So you know, the when sooner are things I... supposed to get bad? Since we've been on the air for the last four hours, I honestly don't know. I can only do I can look outside. That's all I can say. Right. Yeah. I think two or three o'clock. Yeah. So if I'm home before then, you know, tucked in my little cozy abode, then I'll be, I'll be happy as a clam. Do, do my work from home kind of i don't usually like to work from home but uh today seems like the right kind of day to do it 100 percent rain 12 o'clock one o'clock two o'clock and then three o'clock no. uh 90 percent. so we got thunderstorms here over the next few days uh, or next few hours i should say and uh and i know a lot of people are on alert here in st louis jackson catch a ride from your personal car service that's johnny johnson He's mm-hmm. in the chat. Johnny Johnson's in the chat. The HomeLoanExpert.com studios. I'm anxious. We, we, went, we might only get to one question because some people went deep. And I think some of these might have been um, alcohol-induced. I think actually, because they're late night or early morning. And I think <laughs> one of the people that sent it in said, hey, I've been drinking all day. Right. And I didn't want to post this on the fan page because I get made fun of. Um, and then he kind of went deep. So we got a couple of them. We got one that was kind of 
uh, in reference to stalkers. So we're, we're, we're not just, we're not, you know, we're not just tapping in two foot putts here. You know, we're going to roll in some Hale Irwin's at Medina in 1990 uh, for as long as we have. And I am going to try to keep it to a half hour. The homeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, sponsor of our studios, get refinanced, get pre-approved with Ryan Kelly. That is what I have done with him here in the last couple of years. And it couldn't be any easier. And it's so important. If you're looking for a home this year, if you're looking for a home this year, by the way, brief aside, especially if you're chatting or just want to email me, team McKernan at InsideSTL.com. There are like no homes on the market. It's nuts. Uh, so you got to get pre-approved because supply is low, demand is high. Get pre-approved with the home loan expert. Dot com. Once you get pre-approved, once you get your home, get it taken care of and insured with James Carlton, the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. James is my insurance agent, and I am recommending he become our audience's insurance agent as a whole. Like the entire audience should be insured by James Carlton. You'll be happy once that is the case. He is the best. His staff is the best. 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. For home, for life, for auto, for the best customer service you will find in the game, it's James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. Jackson, tell the people about your wealth manager because you're from Ladue and it gives extra credibility, whereas people just assume I am broke because I am a part of the Tam Avenue Capital Partners, and at this point, we're liquidating assets. Yeah, for sure. Well, if you want to feel like you're from Ladue, um, you know, if you want to, if you want to step into that pedigree, you work with someone like Mark Hanna. It, it's, it talked about this on the radio yesterday, and I'll give it to the folks because some people, you know, Tim, they cycle on, they cycle off. That's correct. And they do. Absolutely. So, a great tip that Mark gives me, and he gives to all of his clients, is. What's so important, especially for someone at my age, but for everybody, is is just the act of saving money every month. The dollar amount isn't as important as just the act of doing it, because once you start making more money, once you start accruing more things, you can start saving more. And you've already gotten into that habit that I need to budget to save some money this month. And that's super crucial when you're talking about uh, your financial future. So working with someone like Mark Hanna, you get those kind of tips. You get a great plan. You get a great strategy for going forward. And then you don't have to worry about it anymore. You and Mark will talk it over maybe once a year or so. Adjust what you need to adjust. And from there, you just, you're really, you'll be thankful in the long run that you worked with someone as good as Mark Hanna because he is the best in the business. He's a great guy. I love talking on the phone with him. So if you don't have a plan, if you don't you work with, get in touch with Mark Hanna as soon as possible because he will put your mind at ease. Seriously one of the best in the business, if not the best in the business. So that's why I say if you already have someone, you can start making the switch because he really is that good. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. All right, let me go into some of the emails. People can post questions in the chat as well. I see we've got one on uh, lessons and golf clubs and so on and so forth. I want to make sure I deliver on these because I deep teased them. I mean, these really did kind of go into the weeds. All right, here's the one that was sent uh, late night on the night of the Cardinal home opener. So I decided to avoid the ridicule for making a drunk fan pin post, but felt obligated on a day like today to say how happy I am for all of you. I wish the cat could be there, but maybe it's for the best. I don't know. I don't know when I started listening. I just remember it was so bad that it was good originally, LOL. Just lots of dead air, but we're talking a long time ago, obviously. Since you guys have the station 24 hours, I'm hoping it brings Pepper and Jeannie, Biffin Show, Swope Shows, God knows what else. And I really think one hour a week of Iggy's Deep Cuts would bring value to Casey. Dead serious. He knows music and people like to hear classics they either forgot about or haven't heard. 
All right, let me try to remember the questions that I had. And I don't know how much you can get into it, but there were talks of you going to CAMOX. Did they ever float any thoughts of you with Mike Shannon, obviously on the way out, even filling in, even part-time on broadcasts? Not trying to ring any bells, but if they're on board for something like that, I can't help but they think they know that's your dream and that you could play the role if they wanted. Jackson, what is your reaction as you hear that? So you being the color guy, the play-by-play guy for... Yeah, Cardinals I guess they don't really have specific roles on CamelX as right, far as right. the broadcast goes. You know, there isn't, uh, there's, there isn't a Dan McLaughlin with Jim Edmonds or Brad Thompson. There isn't a John Kelly with Darren Pang. You see what I'm saying? Right. That's I know that's necessarily where I'm going when I'm looking for the reaction here. What is well, your I, honest reaction? I mean, I want you to go into your soul and say what you are debating whether or not you should say, because I believe I know you're thinking it. Say it. Say it. I'm just, I, I thought that was a, the first part was really nice and awesome, and I appreciate it. Uh, second part, I, I, I didn't hear anything about that, but if that was floated, that'd be really cool. Oh, no, it wasn't floated at all. <laughs> no, but uh, I think. You know, I think we all would love, we all have dreams and, uh, you know, to ever be able to do that would be probably the greatest. Honor. I don't know if there's a much greater honor in St. Louis than calling Cardinals baseball. No, I agree. With, I, in, in our industry, I would agree right. with that. Right. Uh, I think that's as high as it gets. So it'd be really awesome. Um, yeah. I mean that, you know, that uh, the Camelx thing is, is, is real. That did happen. Um and but it wasn't about it wasn't about Cardinal baseball. That wasn't even it was never even mentioned, nor nor would I I would have been alarmed if it would have been mentioned, not because I am of the opinion that I couldn't do it. Uh, whereas, for example, uh, I, I I think there are 500,000 people in the area who could call blues hockey better than I could. I really do think I could go down to the ballpark and call the Cardinals right now. So help me. I think that now that doesn't mean that I'm right. I certainly could be delusional, but I honestly believe that. I don't think I could drive over to Kansas City and call Royals games or call Cubs games. It's just because I've lived it and loved it and have a weird memory that I really do think I could do it. Neither here nor there. It hasn't been talked about. It won't be talked about. And it was not talked about in that particular instance when that was going on. What I was being talked to about um, back then, which now is more than a year ago, actually, Mm-hmm. Um, is doing a show at Camwex, but it was just me and it would not have included everybody on TMA. And I just, I, I, I saw no reason to um, stop doing a show that's successful. Right. And, and that I love doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, 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 that was kind of where we had a, uh, um, I don't know disagreement's not the right word at all, but that's why it didn't proceed. Although I will say in the end, we almost got that done and I would have just been doing two shows kind of like I'm doing now. This is what, what's, what's wound up happening here at Hubbard is the ideal set of circumstances because the TMA is still in the exact same time slot. We now know when it really gets down to it, we don't need a radio station. We can do this on YouTube and digitally and be completely fine. So ideally, we never have to deal with some of the stuff that we've dealt with in the past with regards to situations is the term I will use until the book's release. And um, and then I also am able to do a separate show, which is something I was interested in doing, but I didn't want to do a separate show and then have it end TMA. You know, it, it, it right. 2021. Um, 
and I want to continue the podcast. And then Sound Story, as uh, as I guess at this point now I've discussed on the radio, um, we are in the process of expanding that, hiring someone to run it, um, investment capital coming in to expand it. And Sound Story could wind up really being in, ne- in the next couple of years. Who knows? That could wind up being my main job. Maybe Maybe I would leave radio and that would be for something else outside of the realm of radio. Um, I'm not saying that I am, I'm just saying, you know, that that's just, I I have, you know, interest in other projects for lack of a better term, interest in other ventures, businesses. So this allows me to do all of those things. Plus we're working for really good people and, um, and the Cardinals were not talked about it. And, uh, it would, in, in really taking all of that out of the equation, I have no play by play experience, no real play by play experience. So you're not going to put somebody on one of the biggest jobs in, in baseball play by play who has no experience that just isn't the way it would work um and i'm just i'm not saying that uh i'm, I'm saying because i understand that a lot of people wouldn't know that they'd go well, you're in the market and you know the team but th- they're not going to hire somebody i don't think anyway with no play by play experience for, for a job as important as that when you have people grinding it out in the minor leagues uh that's just not the way it's going to work number two same thing. I don't know how much you can say, but you've clearly got uh, chemistry with Danny Mack, who I objectively think is as good as it gets for a TV broadcast. Has that ever been brought up? It sucks that I understand that you probably wouldn't bring it up even if it had. I just know that you're more talented than anybody else who's been doing it besides Dan for the past 20 years on TV or radio. Well, that's very kind. Uh, and you're right. You can't post that on the fan page because to compliment me on the fan page is to ask for death. But um, no, I've, I've not been talked about for any of the Cardinals play-by-play ever, 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 nor, nor, honestly, nor should I be. Now, do I think I can do it? Yes. But if you're in, associated with the Cardinals, why would you even think of me? You know what I mean? Right. You, you don't understand what I'm saying by that, Jackson? I want to make sure I'm making sense. Well, yeah. I'm, but... I'm, like, why would you even think of me? Again, mm-hmm. I think I can do it. But if you're Dan Farrell at the Cardinals or whoever at Bally's or KMOX, the guy who hosts a talk show and has been in the market for 20 years and has never done play-by-play, why would we think of him? That's right. That's the, that's the no play-by-play experience would be the main hurdle. Uh, if you were to look somewhere else, they'd probably look at someone maybe outside the market with play-by-play experience. Just because yeah. it's, it's, it doesn't, you know, being really good on radio, I'm not saying you'd be bad at, but being good on radio doesn't necessarily always translate to play-by-play. Play-by-play yeah, is it's own too art. important a job, I think, to just take a risk with somebody who hasn't done it. it listen, right. like I said, I think I could do it. I don't think I could do anything else in play-by-play. That's the thing that I think I could do, but it's never been talked about. It's very kind of you to express that, but that has not been talked about. On a different note, I this is number three. We This is, uh, on a three, these are ordered. I think a lot of us have always been intrigued with the inside baseball that you let us in on with the radio business. If I'm listening live, it's usually on the TuneIn app. I don't know if it's different on the radio, but you guys are still playing best ofs and clips during the breaks. How is that happening? But I don't understand. How is that happening? What does that mean? How are they not playing commercials? Does TuneIn have their own commercials or question mark? Um, I don't know what that means. How is that happening? Maybe he's asking if it's a tech issue. I can tell you this. If he's asking, like, with regards to advertising, TMA's advertising has – I don't even know if we've ever even been – it's never been healthier. And and and, and I, I know because from 2010 through 2016, I was handling 
the revenue. And so I know, I know the numbers and now I know the numbers here and it's in a, it's in a different world. And if you listen to the show, you hear everything is sponsored and the live reads, uh, commercial breaks for our style of show. That is not what we have sold to our advertisers. Historically, what we sell are live endorsements inside of the show. If you listen to any show really, but if you listen to us on 101 ESPN, you may notice that we don't do live reads inside of the segments. The live reads are done inside the commercial breaks. On TMA, all the live reads are done inside the show. Right. It's a different model. And the reason for the different model is those stations on the other side of this wall is 1057 the point. And then you have WIL and you have 1065 the arch and KC and 101 ESPN. They are selling ratings. And so the models are different. Yeah. Um, so that that's a very you know, shallow level of explanation for it. But yeah, it, yeah, I guess if one, I would hope at this point, it's pretty clear the show is healthy, but if, if you're judging it by commercial breaks and wondering why we're, I, we actually said though, in the meeting we had um, on Monday, I guess, or two days ago, Jackson, uh-huh. like, yeah, let's stop playing these long segments in between. Yeah. We don't need Tighten it. Up breaks a little bit. Yeah. There's just no yeah. need. There's just no need for it. And they're, right. they, they, they kind of agree with that too. Anything right. else in that? Right. I think also, I think a main difference, especially if you've heard in the past where, you know, a, f- a seven minute commercial break would have fully just be commercials. We were on a station with, uh, it's a station. Easy. You're not going rogue here, are you? No, no, no. I'm okay. saying that we're the only show on our, on HD two. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, so, I didn't know if you're about to take a shot. No, no. Which would have been totally off brand for you. Right. No, I wasn't at all. I'm saying okay. we were on a we were on a station with a bunch of other shows. So there's it's, you know, it's a one station with a bunch of shows. We're one show on one station on HD two. I don't follow you here. What well, I I don't like we're not running promos for other HD two oh, shows. Okay, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, so like when we came over here to go full inside baseball per request, and I'm happy to do it. I really am. I, I, I want the audience to know as much as I can say without it leading to somebody who I work with getting fired. Right, right. So when there would be times over the last few years where you'd be like, how come Tim's not saying this? It's because there were always guns pointed at people's heads that, you know, if somebody stepped out of line, they were going to get whacked. And you saw that happen oftentimes. Self furloughs and whatnot. Um but the way we have sold when we were handling it, TMA is different than anything they have ever experienced here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would imagine most radio stations. And that is the show is more like a podcast. We do an hour plus straight. Nobody gives a shit. Right. Uh, because we're on HD2. And so the ratings are irrelevant. If we had huge ratings, sure, it'd be great. But we're on HD2. We're not going to have huge ratings. Just like you're not going to have huge ratings on AM station. Right. Uh, it's just not the way or unless it's a Camo X size station. But I don't even think it's just the world is 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 not that's not the way the world is going. So when we came over here, anecdotally, the sales staff not being familiar with how we had sold TMA they'd ask, okay, what is this client spending and what are they getting? And I would say they're spending X and they're getting three live endorsements on TMA per week. Mm-hmm. And they go, okay. And then how many recorded? And then I'd go, shit, I don't know. I'll have to check on that. I remember specifically Mark Hamp, sponsor of this podcast and sponsor of TMA. And we were having lunch and I go, Hey, 
they're asking me how many recorded you get. I go, do you get recorded? And he goes, I don't know. I don't care about recorded. All I care about are the live endorsements. So that's the T that's a TMA model. Right. That's not, I'm not saying that's definitely not the model of any of the other stations here. And again, the reason it's different is because we aren't selling ratings. That's different. Is that my computer doing weird things, Jackson? I apologize. Yeah, you're probably getting an email. Yeah, that's kind of exactly what I was trying to say there. I didn't put it as well. Just that, you know, that's not our style. And we're the only show on a state on, on HD2, 105.7 HD2. So, yeah. uh, let's see. McAllison says, I think it means how can you get away without selling ads on commercial breaks? What would it hurt to sell ads? It, it wouldn't hurt at all but it's not what people want right that's what i was trying to say okay yeah uh people want to be inside the show and right. we have more sponsorship i mean we have more revenue <laughs> but, but it's like not even close uh than ever before in the show's history wow are there are there i guess there's actually like a thing going on in these like uh, the dark web of TMA, like thinking the show might not be healthy revenue. Is that actually a thing? I don't know. I haven't I seen know. it. I, never heard. I like to me, it like it couldn't be more obvious. Right. We're doing well. Healthy, but I guess. Fuck no. All, all is well. Well, yeah. But I mean, it's like, how would it not be well? Yeah. The commercial here. Here is here. Here. Maybe I can just be direct. This recorded commercials are not where you make your money. Record the, the rate of a recorded commercial on TMA is probably about it. Actually, I think I do know the math. It's not a tenth, but it's closer to a tenth of what a live endorsement costs than a um, than a than a, the recorded is a tenth of what a live endorsement costs. Much less the sponsorships, like the title sponsorship, the phone line sponsorship, the email sponsorship, the hourly sponsorships, the dotem sponsorships, whatever else. I mean, I feel like at this point, I think they're kind of like, well, we're almost sold out of sponsorships, so. Yeah, I hope that answers it. Um, am I being? Am I? Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm not doing it. God damn it, Iggy and the Plowhawk are blowing the phone up. They're blowing <laughs> the phone up. Uh, am I? Maybe I'm not. No, I, you're conveying. I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like, <laughs> like I'm not doing my job here. No, you're conveying it. It's uh, that's the uh, we our bread and butter is live endorsements. Less yeah, so, less so than recorded commercials. That's the like clients don't even. So we had a weird thing, and it wasn't just with Mark Hanna; it was across the board. And then I recall, like in a way, to try to, I don't even know, um, like so. Oh, then we can include recorded, and then our clients would go, "We don't want recorded," <laughs> but some do and some don't. It depends. It depends on what your style of business is. Some right. advertise wanting volume and branding, and they want their name out there as much as possible. So they want commercials. They want their name set. And some want personal testimonials. Seth Goldcamp, Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of this podcast and of TMA, for example. He's like, I really don't care what you say unless there's a specific message for a time of year. It's most important to me that there that your audience knows that you and Doug are our clients and that you use us. And Seth was texting with me and my wife yesterday about coming over to do an AC tune-up for uh, air conditioning tune-up for the uh, summer yesterday. So that that's what's important to him. Other yep. places just want you to hear their name more. Yeah, and right, I think right. TMA, I think what's wound up happening, and it wasn't by design, is that people um, wanted to kind of become the part of the TMA ecosystem because they know what winds up happening. We talked about what happened with the Uncle Leo's last night with the Friday night is pizza night, and they broke their Tuesday night sales record. Uh, oh, you got a hat on. Jackson's marketing. 
Jackson is marketing. Oh, oh, you really are. You really are going yeah, all and, well, I just, you know, 50% I love off any uh, pizza, one pizza limit at Uncle Leo's now through Saturday night, by the way. This is uh, April 13th, 2022. And my aunt, those of you watching this and listening, my aunt Jackson understands, but Jackson, you're inside the room. Right. So I just I just want to make sure I because I, I like the questions. I, I appreciate when people ask me the questions, as Jay said one time when he was in <laughs> and he said, well, all these people are asking me questions. And I go, what are they asking you questions about? Well, about what you're going to do. And I go, why don't they ask me? Why would you know? It's it's an odd deal. Is it not odd? Oh, it's odd. It is odd. It's odd. But I make I'm so fucking accessible. I don't understand why like you ask me. So if right. I'm not being so I appreciate in this case, even though this guy acknowledges he was in the bottle uh that he asked. <laughs> and then there's a gentleman here in the chat, McAllison, asking about the recorded. So yeah, the recorded just aren't a part of the business model. Right. This is the, business model, the business model of talk radio, local talk radio, is the live endorsement. The reason being the live endorsement is 60 seconds priced at minimum, I would say, 5x what the recorded is. So if you can get 5x for 60 seconds here or x for 60 seconds here, it's mathematically a better move to get 5x for the 60 seconds as opposed to x so it doesn't hurt to sell recorded it just isn't the way the tma is built is what i'm saying right uh and if if we sold the deal for recorded it will be i don't it's not pennies on the dollar but it's a sliver of what a live endorsement client is so hopefully i'm explaining that and I, but if I'm not, I, I'm open to answering any follow ups. Let me uh, see. Uh, lastly, there is a reason CamoX wanted you to talk politics. When you have politicians on your show, it's so fucking good. And that's coming from someone who's so beyond disillusioned with politicians. And I live in Illinois. I swear I wanted to rent an apartment over there just so I could vote for Mark Bonavani. I taught my dad how to listen to podcasts so he could hear your show with him and he felt the same way. I'm obviously rambling. I'm beyond happy for all of you. So happy the Plowhawk is back as he is all that is good on earth. Sorry if this got too long. Just great to see you all getting the recognition you've always deserved. Love, Patrick Walgamot. Am I pronouncing that correct, Jackson? Have you ever met Patrick? I feel like I have. Okay, so can you correct me if I'm mispronouncing? Oh, no, I'm useless in that department. But uh, I, I feel like I've met him. Who knows? You know, I meet a lot of us. Uh, happy to meet them all. Uh, still trying to figure out a good text name. I live in New Baden, Illinois, so I'm leaning towards Steady Baden and New Baden. But I feel like it's not only too wordy; it requires too much thought. There he is, Patrick Algamot, expressing his feelings. And yes, if you would have posted that on the fan page, you would have been uh, uh, best of God's. You cannot, you cannot compliment me on the fan page. Now, I there's a lot. To, the there's a lot to take away from that email, but when it comes to text names. You know, I'm a simple, I like simplicity. Alex the Bank is one of my new favorites. Is he uh, like a buddy from Ladue? No, I just think that's a great name. Alex, Alex at the Bank. Alex at the Bank. A petite gentleman. is. I, I am a petite gentleman guy. Is a, the little Dutch boy. So, you know, don't try to, you, know, yeah, you don't have to think too hard. You know, you just got to. I like that neighborhood kid, little Tommy Tribbins. Little Tommy because Tribbins. He's a neighborhood kid, but my God, he's a banny little rooster at little Tommy now, Tribbins. There was once Kimmy Gibbler Shrub Removal Company, and yeah. I, was, I was always a big fan of that. Uh, 
So Einstein, I mean, how could you beat it? So simplicity is sometimes is better. Uh, guys, will the show from Maggie O's be live on YouTube? That's from Dan Ulrich. Uh, Jackson, I know it's been discussed. Yeah, I think that's the plan. I think yeah, we got that? a special edition. Right. It's going to be sweet, man. It's going to be – I'm really looking forward to that because uh, it will be our first live show in five months. And uh, just begin back, I'll have Lisa Ann there. We'll have the dating game. Uh, I think Jay said he's going to be there. Am I oh, yeah. correct? Okay, Hell yeah. Jay will be there. It'll be like a, almost like a stay of the union. It'll just be that what it's going to be more it's like a correspondence union. dinner. Correspondence That's Washington dinner. White House correspondence dinner. Yeah, it's black tie, black tie obviously. Of course, it's black tie. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, get out there, and if you're playing the dotum, come. If you're not playing the dotum, come. Just enjoy Absolutely. some culture. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, hey, I want to talk about Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota, the great Jamie Burkhart and Clayton Patterson. If you're going to be buying a new car or pre-owned car, make sure you're working with the best, and that's. Jamie Burkhard and Clayton Patterson at Munganest, where I got my car. And I know that we all love Munganest. Couldn't be happier to have them on board. Both TMA, well, they're on Balloon Party, too. And also on uh, the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Thank you to Munganest for your support. And a big-time recommendation. If you're going to be buying a new car, getting a pre-owned car, work with St. Louis Acura or Alton Toyota. And if you need to get your car serviced, even if you get it from Munganest, they'll take care of it at Munganest. Man, this next one, Jackson, I'll, I'll go way too long. And then the, the half hour promise that I've delivered. All to right. You, it won't over. It's cool. uh, if, it's, if it's good, uh, you know, I'm all about content. Yeah. I, uh, it's, it, it, it I, I know, I remember, I, I, I can't, I can't because I, because I, because then I'm going to go, it's, it gets into like the stalker stuff. Oh, yeah. That's going to be problematic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me see on this one. Is there uh, one about uniforms? I got takes. The, on what? On uniforms. I always like a nice uniform question. I don't. I don't believe I have. I, mean, I have a bunch of them here, and I'm just trying to find. Send in some uniform questions, folks. Uh, okay. This one is a. This one's a nice little quick hitter. It was incorrect of me to say. I don't know. What the, I guess it's a two-parter, and I missed the first part. Is it a bad sign for the PGA that all the interest revolves around Tiger? Who else draws in the casual fan right now? The hype of Spieth, Fowler, and JT has died due to their lack of recent success. And I, as a casual fan, am only interested in Tiger right now. Thoughts, Hunchback Von Castle. And then he wrote, it was incorrect of me to say JT hasn't been successful recently. My point is, people are not turning on golf to see him, which goes to my overall question. Does golf have any issue drawing in casual fans? How do they get people to watch without Tiger? Well, Tiger is in a different category, really, than almost anybody in sports, I think. He's one of the most notable athletes in the world of and all golf time. Is, uh, golf's television ratings, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like I read an article at the end of 2021, were up. Uh, I, 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 but I could be wrong. I uh, Let's see. Are they comparing to pandemic levels or pre-pandemic levels? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I just know that I, I recall golf. T- oh, here we go. December. I, here's the article. December 21st, 2021, golf's TV ratings are booming. Here's why. Uh, for many years, golf viewership had stagnated, but fast forward to this decade and ratings are booming. Programmers are energized and there's a feeling that momentum is building for even bigger things. Um, so that is the headline. They're saying the reasoning. I'm scrolling through this here on the fly. The COVID bump, more television options, plenty of young talent. Um and then golf in general is on the rise. It's unlikely that golf will ever attract the same TV viewership as football, soccer, or basketball. However, it's certainly experiencing its own fair share of golf 
or growth, excuse me, and at a time when other professional sports leagues are struggling to make their product more relatable and viewer friendly, golf continues to elevate as a sport. That is from ProgrammingInsider.com, cool. uh, dated December twenty first, two thousand twenty one. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, for me, my interest is a lot of daily fantasy and the fact that I play it. I don't know. I I, th- I feel sometimes there is a thing. I feel like it perhaps is mostly I'd associate it with soccer and hockey where fans of those sports get irritated if other people aren't into their sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying for me as a fan of golf, I don't really care if other people like it or not. That doesn't impact my enjoyment of it. When I'm doing the show on 101 ESPN, I am aware that my interest level in it and even like going into kind of the weeds on numbers that are you know, predictable analytics such as, you know, strokes gained, whatever that strokes gain might be this week, a big number of strokes gained around the green at Hilton Head because greens are tiny and you got to be good getting up and down and so on and so forth. I'm not going to do that. It's going to bore the fuck out of people. It's like if all of a sudden I start doing TMA and I start talking about wins above replacement and breaking down, you know, right. Take your pick of whatever analytic term that, you know, some people it's second language to them and other people they're bored out of their fucking mind. So I recognize that I'm not going to get into it. And yeah, if Tiger would have won, the whole world would have been talking about it. Scotty Scheffler, I am aware, you as a golf fan are aware that he is, what he's doing is unlike anything I've seen minus Tiger Woods, but he's an understated new face with, you know, he seems like an incredibly nice, decent person, but he's not real charismatic at the moment. And so it doesn't carry what a Tiger Woods would, or if you had some guy like, like a Max Homa, who's a big social media guy, right? Uh, winning, even though Max Homa is by no means a household name. So, if anything, I think I think a lot of people in the world of golf would tell you golf. This might be as healthy as golf has been, right? Since Chrome, yeah, which is crazy because when I was in golf school in 2016, it was as bad as it's ever. Yeah. been. they were shutting down every box store. I think Golf Galaxy had just bought in Golf Smith for a low number. Courses were shutting down left and right. We were kind of told like. When they offer you a job, take it because who knows where the next one's coming from. And then to see just basically right, yeah, right around the planet, so like four or five years later, to completely do a 180 and be uh, as strong as it's been since the Tiger boom is is super encouraging to see and really awesome for not only you know fans of golf and players of golf, but the people who work really hard in the golf industry. You know? Yeah, so I, it's one of those things, Jackson. That for me, I, that's when I started playing again after not playing for eleven years. Yep biggest i don't know if i would call biggest regret of my life athletically it's without question the biggest regret of my life i mean what a fucking just sad thing that is that i didn't play for basically 11 full years uh for real i think i played five rounds of golf between 2005 and and 2016 but whatever so i was back into it and that's but i wasn't like oh everybody's into it let me get into it or people aren't into it therefore i'm not as interested in it but a lot of that is the daily fantasy element Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of it is just playing and and being into it and, bug. and yeah and i and i personally love it i also know my personality is so fucking obsessive that i get into things and i'm all in I'm not saying it's healthy at all um but now i can play poker here and there surprisingly playing well profitable um and not just go okay well now i'm playing poker so i won't play golf you can do both when right. i got poker i'm like okay i'm done playing golf and that was just so fucking stupid. Uh, let's see. Outside of winning time, favorite new show of 2022. 
we'll end it there. Otherwise, I'm gonna otherwise I know we'll be here forever. And there's some good stuff about the St. Louis thing and Charlotte. And I could that's the thing. I could see we've already done four and a half hours of broadcasting today, and I could yeah. keep going. I'm so this is just isn't healthy. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I, I mean I'm good that I can do it and like doing it. It's better than the opposite, especially being in this field, but I just don't sure. think that's it's not necessarily uh standard behavior. Uh Jackson, what do you have on that since you are the owner of goodorbad.com, still looking for a monetization strategy? Oh boy, are we ever. Um the uh love winning time. So my favorite it's not a new show, but it's a new season, the new season of Atlanta with Donald Glover, Keith Stanfield, Zaza Beats is out uh, five episodes in and it's been I mean it's that's going to be looked back upon as one of the greats and Donald Glover is unbelievably creative and good so I really like the new season of Atlanta I don't know if I've watched I'm trying to think is there something that we'd be like missing I know you obviously named Atlanta but is there something that you would think I mean winning time are coming out this new season this year yeah, I enjoyed that, but I mean that's not new. The season right, I mean, show's not new. I'm, I'm, I, my honest answer is I don't, I don't have one. I am well, so just God. I, the winning, it's winning time is so good. It's the first time, and I don't know how long. Cause I don't know if I've I've watched a show live as opposed to binging it. Right. Where I have to like monitor the clock, and I'm like, okay, good. There's still 15 minutes left. Right. And yeah. then when there's like three minutes left, I'm like, fuck. And I kind of experienced this like. Right, downer because I right. love it so much, and I got to wait a week. Iggy's doing it right, man. Iggy's not gonna watch uh, until he can binge it. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of a better cast in a TV show than this one. Because you go, I mean, just you go, John C. Riley, Adrian Brody, Sally Field, Jason Siegel. You got Jason Clark. I mean, this is, uh, and then I can't remember the woman who plays the like the head of marketing, but she's really good. You know too. what she was in? Did I already say it on the radio? I might have. I don't know. She was the daughter in Field of Dreams that fell yes. out of the bleachers. Wow, that's a – wow. Yeah, that is I, – I, 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 I remember reading that after the first episode because I know – and I'm pissed I can't remember her name because she's so talented. But I'm trying to think of a better cast of a TV show because that is – such a good cast. I haven't even named the guys who are playing Magic and Kareem, you know, because yeah. not necessarily household names, but to get guys, especially a guy playing Magic, to be that good and charismatic and tall. Like you have to be tall. You have to command the shot. You have to be towering over people because Magic is 6'9. So he's obviously not 6'9, but he's tall and that good is so rare. And, you know, hats off to Adam McKay for making such a quality presentation. Yeah, that's that's one when I saw the promo back in I don't even know November or December. I'm like, holy shit, this looks great, and it it lives up to it. I like to think what's going to happen though. This is kind of like what's going on with the K Rod thing. Although in fairness, I didn't watch one second of it. Uh huh. That you knew there would be copycats of the Manning cast. Yeah. And then you got to do it right. Right. It's not. It's it's got to be the right personalities. So so okay, this is like a sports talk radio topic. But what would be like the next? I don't even know if you can a winning time. Well, you know what it'd be. I, here's the answer. I already actually I have the answer. Sports talk radio guy discovering opinion while on the air. It just happened. And Shout once they say it, you will agree with me. Do you Do you have any guesses? Uh, I'll throw out a one layup. Or... It's a layup unless you you you've somehow come up with one that I didn't think of, and then that becomes the layup. Eighty six Mets. It's a nice play. I think this one is sounds... better. They don't have the one star like the magic, like the magic. Um, 
it's gold. It's mm-hmm. obvious. And, it, and, and I got to tell you something. I think it actually might happen. It's such a lock. Assuming they'll be down with it. But fuck, I don't know. Uh... The answer is the 90s Cowboys with Michael Irvin, Jimmy Johnson, the Barry Switzer, Jerry Jones. Yeah. Aikman, yeah. Emmett Smith. Because you'd be getting a lot of guys there when they're really young. famous little White House they had off to the side where they did their work. Oh, my goodness. That's, then, that's a lock. You get I mean, you know, with like that. The, the thing is about the 90s Yankees and early 2000s Yankees, I just don't know how. I mean, Derek Jeter, you know, yeah, he might have been with a lot of beautiful women, but I don't think he was necessarily like at the club picking mm-hmm. up. You know, I don't think it'd be as interesting. I think there were NDAs probably signed before Coitus, you know, and, and Mariano Rivera is like the straightest of straight arrows. Jorge Posada, straightest of straight arrows. Bernie Williams, straight, straight arrows. I just don't think there was a lot of, I'm sure there was. I'm sure for the guys in there, they're like, oh, there's some stories you don't know about. But the 1990s Cowboys, that to me is my, uh, that to me Here is you my. Go. I have, and I have your two stars. You get Clint Eastwood playing Jerry Jones. Wow. He's a little long in the tooth. I think he's like 91, but he's still yeah, making You're not necessarily thinking the show is going to be on long. Uh, and then, well, Clint Eastwood. And then you get the guy named Jesse Plemons to play Jimmy Johnson. All right. You've got it done. So we've yep. got this thing cast. Yep. Let's pitch it this that. afternoon. Yep. Uh, we went 40 minutes, but still, I think that's probably better than what internally you thought we were really going to go. You still probably thought we were going to go 90 minutes. Right. Yeah. Done. Under hit. The under hit. No matter what, uh, this is a pleasant surprise. Uh, all right. Uh, by the way, somebody said PS minus severance. I've heard great things. I have too. Uh, Stiller, ben Stiller was on with uh, Stern a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about it. I've heard that's great. I should watch that one. I'm a big Ben Stiller guy, so I want you Oh, I just got done watching the newsroom. You brought it up. I had watched it when it came out, mm-hmm. and I couldn't remember how it ended. Oh, yeah. And it was just like with a – I mean, has a show ever started with a more famous first episode, first 15 minutes? Right. And that speech became like a thing. Right. Oh, yeah. And then it just kind of the final season was six episodes. And Aaron Sorkin's like, I'm never writing for television again. And yeah, Sorkin. Yeah, I just it was so as I was watching it because I was binging it, trying to go, okay, what happened with this thing? Because it started in such a way that it commanded attention. And then it clearly. Yeah, to to try to not like spoil anything, the way that the the last ten minutes—I don't know how many people are going back to watch the newsroom. Right. Okay. So the the last ten minutes of the pen ultimate episode, the second last episode, when Sam Morrison falls and hits his head, and that song comes on, is damn near like a SNL skit of like what song came on? Old Shenandoah. Oh, (laughs) yeah. It's it's so emotional. I'm like, oh, this is bad. It just, oh, there was there was a time where I and it was a scene like they were arguing in the office and somebody charged with somebody to go oh god I feel like I'm like watching like one of the many CSIs on CBS or whatever the hell it is like oh fuck it's, what happened you know overall, what happened in this thing like the overall score of the show is really good and it's got obviously the great Sorkin dialogue but there's moments in there where especially in the Osama bin Laden episode where you're like this is like too much like. It's too, and that's Sorkin's, I guess, downfall is his kind of idealistic ideas of the way America should and needs to work. And you see that all the time in the West Wing or American president or the newsroom. Well, here's the issue with it. I think people, now you couldn't do the West Wing now. West Wing's 22, three years old. Uh-huh. 
And even though you're coming off of Clinton impeachment and the beginning of cable news, you know, and people going to their respective camps and getting their their confirmation bias, it wasn't what things are now. So people could look at government officials idealistically, which is a Sorkin trademark in the late 90s, despite coming off of the Clinton impeachment trial and buy in. And they were very careful to not until the tail end make it really clear if the president or the, the party involved it was it was apolitical uh it was just more about idealism mm-hmm. um and then it, it kind of got away from them the issue and then what was the other one sports night sports right, night yeah. one was successful yeah and that's about people in in sports television and there was a likability factor there so he applies idealism in 2012 to cable news, which is this grotesque, right? From my standpoint, for real, I put it at a number one as the reason why the country is most. I'm dead serious when I say it. I absolutely feel that way. I, you can throw social media in there, but social media just expedited the process. The cable news began in the 1990s, um, and so now you're trying to make cable news likable and idealistic when its business model is to essentially lie to people to get people like and they're chastising clickbait when that's basically the business model of cable news right it's it, and it clearly just ran out of shit in the second season and i felt i was like oh god this i liked what they were doing in the first season even though it was yeah there were some moments like with the cold play fix you on the gabby gifford shooting oh yeah it's just like so kind of cringy corny Right, exactly. But, I, but there are a lot of things in there as far as message and media I liked. Yeah. But the, the show just went off the rails with, I don't know. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I re-watched it. The reason I bring it up is somebody saying to watch Severance. Yeah. It, I, I went back to watch Newsroom because you had brought it up. And I'm like, I got to I remember the first episode, but I don't really remember much about it. And now that I've watched it, I'm just like, oh, the last the last season, especially the last two episodes, are really brutal. But what I will say is my hot take is Jeff Daniels is the best vessel for Aaron Sorkin's words out of any actor who's ever been in the Sorkin project. Uh, I, I was the, and I know he won an Emmy for the first season. Right. Which He's is interesting because so the first season is critically panned, whereas the second and third season have higher scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I don't get it for the life of me, but fuck, I don't know. I guess they were saying that they portrayed women in a negative light in the first season and they fixed it in the second, third season. I to an extent. It was a little soapboxy in the first season. I think critics were just mad that like Sorkin would write it, like create an argument and then win the argument himself. You know, like he's yeah. writing arguments for him to win and he's kind of like obsessed with that kind of idea. But Jeff Daniels is both in that and in Steve Jobs is as good as it gets. Uh, so yeah, severance I've heard about. And so, yeah, now that I, Check let's that see. Out. Oh, and we crash. Yeah. You got a few, although the business biographies drop out, super pumped. We crash are all super quality. Uh, Joseph garden, Gordon Levitt, uh, Uma Thurman, Kyle Chandler is a huge cast for a mini series. Super pumped story about Uber. Boy, there's, there are a lot now that That's this person right. has sent this in. Yeah. I love Jason, Joseph Gordon Levitt and Uma Thurman. So I got to, uh, I got to get on those. Yeah. I got to yeah. get on those. Yeah. I got some shows to watch. I went in to watch the newsroom, but now it's refreshed my memory. Like, cause I didn't remember it ending at all. I'm like, right. I stop watching it. And I'm like, Oh, they only did six episodes in the final season and it got canceled. Yeah. There's a lot of greatness. And then there's a lot of like, it just what drops. Are, what are we doing? Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Those are some good recommendations. Thank you for the recommendations to the uh, person in the chat on this. All right, Jackson. Then we wound up doing another seven minutes when I said we were done at 40 minutes. It was the stern interview tactic. Under still hitting. Still hitting the under. Time to shut it down. Thank you for everybody participating in QFTA. You can always send anything in when you're drunk. Uh, (laughs) com. Absolutely. We're still looking for erotic stories. Um, I got nothing. I mean, you know, I got a two-month-old. I asked Jackson what he did on the weekend. He's very cryptic about it, so I have no idea what he's doing. I got nothing. So send in your erotic stories. Tim McKernan at InsideSTL.com. For Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. Thank you to our sponsors, Ryan Kelly, TheHomeLoanExpert.com, Seth Goldcamp, Design Air Heating and Cooling, Jimmy Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson at Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. And, of course, Mark Han Evergreen, Wealth Strategies, and James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. This has been the Tim McKernan Show from TheHomeLoanExpert.com studios.